It's your boy. Yeah, I heard this cool. is another episode of the Comedy Reject Podcast brought to you by our brand new network comedy here often. And it's produced by none other than me. Now, today is a big day, ladies and gentlemen. I am finally on a new network. I'm really happy to be a part of this. I'm excited. This is amazing. So I decided to make sure I'm going to kick off the first episode on this brand new network uh, with a longtime guest and friend of the podcast, none other than Be Easy, the homie. Ladies and gentlemen, Be Easy. Welcome, King. Yo, what's good? Shit, your boy. Feeling, feeling like huge right now, man. You know what I'm saying? You got a new, you got the podcast moving up to the next level. And I happen to be the first guest on it. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I couldn't have picked a better guest to, for the first one, to be honest with you. you know what uh, I'm realistically, you came to my house and smoked weed and, <laughs> and, and here we are. And, and here we are now. Well, well, you're welcome for that. I just want to let you know. You know oh, saying? no, I'm still, I still would have asked you to be a guest, man. <laughs> I still would have asked you to be a guest. I'm so excited. There's so much has been happening. Uh, not only with the podcast, but with life in itself. Uh, one of the things right off the top, man, I got to say, uh, that the weed we smoking right now is that fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it brings me back to, uh, such a great memory. We recorded, uh, for those of my dedicated 40, uh, me and Be Easy have some stuff working out right now. Um, some other uh, shows and stuff like that that we can't talk about at the moment. Uh-huh. But what we can say is that we smoked a hell of a lot of weed on the man yep. fucking show. And uh, while we were on the show uh, smoking, uh, me and B got to talking about when we fell in love with marijuana. Mm-hmm. And uh, yo, B, your story was so. I, I mean, <laughs> yo, could you just, yo, just begin, man. Just tell us how you fell <laughs> in love. Like, just get get into the, the weed. Tell the people here's the how, story that has me stumbling on the goddamn <laughs> mic right now. Yo, here's how high it was. Which story? Was it the... Was it the talking about when you first started, how you first got into it in yeah. Jamaica, then oh, how okay. yeah, 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 you yeah. started doing it regularly, and how it led into how you fell in love with it. Yeah. Because so, I'm no, actually, like, okay, so, I gotta get into this story. Yeah, so... When I originally uh, smoked weed for the first time, it was in Jamaica. Uh, I was uh, about eight years old, you know what I'm saying? And and I was just in Jamaica on vacation for a couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you better be on vacation. You definitely wasn't doing no goddamn schooling. How the hell are you eight years old? <laughs> I learned more on that trip weed. than I did on my whole school education. <laughs> well, then you must have learned how to roll a joint because as sure as hell, I don't know how you learned anything. I, I can't get over that. Eight <laughs> Years old yes, at sir. eight years old. I swear to God, I was still playing with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we, uh, both, we both we both had something green in our hand. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> something green and got from the underworld. That's for damn sure. Back. So eight years old. Yeah, you smoked your first joint. Do you remember even the first hit? Uh yes, I remember coughing hard, hard. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, you got the fucking eight year old lungs, nigga. Not you know. anymore. Oh, you, not anymore. Definitely. You got the lungs of a coal miner. <laughs> I can imagine you lining up to smoke your first joint looking like them uh, child laborers in the 1800s. <laughs> and you come out the coal mine with a joint in your yeah. mouth singing Bob Marley like, no woman, no cry. <laughs> yeah, except with them coal mining lungs. No woman. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would sound like. Yo, for real. So eight years old, yeah. You, so you I smoked, took your first hits. Get, yeah, I blazed three times in that week or two that I was out there, and when I say blaze, I mean like I probably hit it. Tw- I think the first time I, I definitely didn't hit it more than once. Um, Where was your mother? 
<laughs> she was probably somewhere smoking with the grown-ups. I don't know. I respect that. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. She didn't smoke as far as I knew. But uh as so far I, as you as far yeah. as she knows, you didn't smoke either. Exactly. Y'all was both in the same house, just hiding <laughs> on the other side, lighting up, looking back around. My she's looking on one side of the house, you looking on the other side of the house. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Trying to make sure you're looking for each other. What you doing mm-hmm. over there? Nothing, Nothing. mama. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I uh yeah, I said I smoked a couple times, but never really you know, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it the first time. You know what I'm saying? So they, they older cats. Like, oh, come on. You better you better try it again. So, of course, the next day we go out, try it again. I still didn't like it. Oh, you got to give it one more shot. I'm eight. Of course, I did it again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I even hit it a couple times the, 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 the last time. And yeah, that was not a good idea. Spinning and shit. So I didn't really fuck with it again until I was, uh, you know, on some old man status. I think I was about 12, 12 and a half. This mother- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy's that old man status. You didn't even have pubic hair yet. You are 12 <laughs> years old. Yeah. You are about a, you are old. You, that is ridiculous. That is yeah. child ages, man. 12. Yeah. Okay. I- at 12 years old, I had just started playing basketball. <laughs> I had just discovered basketball and you discovered an uh, eight ball, apparently, like <laughs> on some new level. So 12 <laughs> nah, years old, where were I you? I was at least 13 before I tried Coke. But God, um, damn. No, I'm just playing. I'm <laughs> well, where, where were you when you started at 12? Uh, Miami. That's a good place to do weed. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Well, Uncle Luke out there wilding his shit. And um, yeah, man, that was a uh, that was an occasion I was out there. Visiting some more, some other cousins, you know what I'm saying? And they brought me to the spot, kind of like a little trap house spot, you know what I'm saying? And, um, they were playing Mortal Kombat, you know what I'm saying? So homie rolls up a blunt and he passes, he lights it, hits it, passes it to me. I, I pass him the controller. So now my two cousins are having this battle in, in, in Mortal Kombat. They're going hard. And it's one of those where, you know what I'm saying? Like it went three rounds and the third round ended. It was mad close. So they were like, yo, run it back. <laughs> That's so, like them Street Fighter days in the yeah, pizza shop. Exactly. Give me a quarter, yo. Yep. They're like, run it back again. So they run it back again. Now the the, the different dude won than the first one. So like, oh, best out of three. So they run it back again. Man, by the time they finished that shit, one dude said to the other one, hey, you should roll something up. Nigga was like, I just rolled up. And at the same time, everybody in the room just turned around and looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> So you was a greedy piece of shit your whole life. Yo, I, yo, <laughs> How listen. you hogged the whole week? <laughs> listen, How did they you pass, not pass it? Listen, they passed it to me. I thought they rolled that specifically for my ass. I mean, that's a rookie mistake that I could understand because exactly. I would do that too. Exactly. I, I'm a greedy motherfucker like that you too. I take the one and go, this weed is for me. This yeah. is my weeds. Not <laughs> to mention, that's how we smoke already. And we come over here and we roll too. One for you. Yeah, one we for don't me. do the sharing exactly. of the marijuana. We, we smoke friendly. Individual. It's more, it's more that we're greedy. Yeah. But, yeah, like, <laughs> but so, I respect it. Yeah. So they but look 12. at me, and here I am sitting there just cheese grinning, holding a roach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and I had a hell of a night that night. I tried to go outside and get some fresh air, but you know what I'm saying? The door was quite disrespectful to me. How's that? The door was just, yo, like, First, the door didn't want to open up. Then I feel like the door said something to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, bitch ass nigga, you can't even open it up. You, you high as hell, nigga. Yo, that is literally like that commercial where the two white guys are staring at the Jamaican accent 
And then it turns out that they're looking at like a Jamaican poster and it's yelling at them like, you're too high, man. You can't go outside. <laughs> yes, and I'm exactly like, that's not like what that. marijuana does. Apparently it, it does. does. Absolutely. I was high than a motherfucker, fly than a motherfucker. And I, um, I had to take my ass outside eventually. You know what's fucked up, though? Here, here, here's why I didn't feel so bad about myself. I'd never seen this in any other house in my entire life. There was the lot. And I say I've been to a lot of hood houses. You know what I'm saying? There was a lock here, like like the, you know the nor- where the normal lock is above mm-hmm. the door handle, which had another lock on it. But then way up top, about three inches from the top, there was another. Uh, yeah, that's New York deadbolt style. lock, little well, Miami style, apparently. Yeah, and, I, I I've seen that in New York at my uncle's house. Yeah, I guess in New York, that's true. Yeah, but, um, they definitely need that though. It's for the rats. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I've been in a house with seven locks on the door before. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's the thing. That weakens the structure of the door. You're supposed to kick it in from the bottom when that happens. Don't ask me how mm-hmm. I know those things. Donkey kick that bitch. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It just, I, 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 I had the rest of that night. I remember I was, my cousin was hauling ass in the city. I'm sliding all over the back seat. You know what I'm saying? Tall and skinny ass. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man, they, I woke up the next morning and I was like, we got to do that shit again. And that's when I knew I was in love with weed right there. Fuck it. That is a beautiful story. I, uh, yeah. I did not have such a great story. I was in my 30s. <laughs> oh, late bloomer I was ass. A grown man. I walked down the street. I asked him, excuse me, sir. I'm here to buy the weed. Uh, like, <laughs> and I, I tucked my kids into bed first. Like, I'm a old man. <laughs> but, yo, when you speaking of high and, and dumb shit, uh, one thing, uh, you, you know about the Gorilla Glue girl situation, right? You <laughs> yep. know about it, right? Yep. For those of my dedicated for that don't know, a, uh, a black woman in America put Gorilla Glue in her hair and the goddamn hair stuck, of course. Dummy. And then she had to go and get it out uh, by a professional. Now, you think the story would end there. And here's where <laughs> I get upset. The Gorilla Glue girl... Now wants to sue Gorilla Glue, yeah, for not telling her not to put the glue in your hair. Listen, here, uh, I got so mad because when I saw that, I started reading the comments that her lawyer, because her lawyer started posting on Twitter, mm-hmm. like their their the, the the standpoint from which they are defending the stupidity, and then you just saw black people underneath it. Like going along with it, like this is why it's important for black people to have more hair care. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> do not connect the black yeah. struggle to gorilla glue hair, girl. Yeah. All right. Black people have enough going on in our lives. The last thing we need to do is dedicate our energy towards this dumb bitch. Listen, I don't care what the <laughs> fuck you tell me. I I don't care what you tell me. She's stupid. Do you know she's 40 years old? She is 40, 40 years wow. old. She is 40 years. You can't be 40 years old and put glue in your hair. Gorilla. You learned that in grade one. Where you learned that in grade one. You don't put glue in your hair. Where did you find Gorilla? Like, like it's not like they sell Gorilla Glue at the hair store. Like I, Exactly. Where? You had to go to Home Depot yeah. and you had to travel down the aisle. The aisle of nails. You pass nails. You, you pass gloves. You were nowhere near a salon, motherfucker. And you put that shit in your hair for clout. We all know that. Yep. She was clout chasing. For my white people, she was doing things so that she can get attention. Uh, but she was clout chasing. Yeah. 
And then now trying to capitalize on it, the bitch got verified. We reward <laughs> stupidity. Yeah. I have been a stand-up comedian 13 years, 13 years. I've been on TV with Dion Cole, with fucking big stars. Yeah. Kevin Hart fucking said I was amazing. I'm not verified on Instagram. Yeah. This bitch put glue in her hair. <laughs> she put glue in her hair. She's verified on Instagram. She's a star. She's a celebrity. That blue yeah. check mark literally is saying you have a voice that needs to be heard and yep. identified solely as yours. For what? For what? Ugh. What the fuck? Like our society has gotten to the point where all we want to do is reward stupidity. That's that was my take. I should have asked you yours first. But I yeah, mean, I, I, like, I, what listen, do you feel agree, on that, man? I agree with everything you just said right there. Let me just go ahead and first say uh, black people, we got to stop doing this shit. Because stories like these are the the ones that these white folks are using to be like, oh, see, look at them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, look yeah, at them. They yeah. don't deserve. Yeah. You really want this to be running for president? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, sir, uh, do not connect her to our race. I don't want her having children. Fuck running the country. Like, that's a stupid person. And we got to stop moving at the pace of the slowest person. Mm-hmm. Look, if mm-hmm. you if it was just an isolated black situation and that was fuck an isolated black. If that was in my house, mm-hmm. if that was in my house and you put glue in your hair and you wouldn't told my mother you put glue in your hair. My mom would be like, whatever the fuck is happening to you is what you deserve. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking you to the hospital. I'm not taking you to the doctor. You're a jackass and you need to stay like that. Yeah. And every morning you wake up, you could be like, oh, I'm a jackass. <laughs> and that's how you're going to be. <laughs> And that's how I felt about it. And then when I saw people rallying around it, because I'm big in black hair care. And uh, at no point in time in black hair care does my lack of education ever include fucking putting glue in my hair as a way to slick it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. And then the argument is that the can explicitly says that it will bond to skin instantly. But, but it doesn't say Rabanta hair. hair. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. At what point in time can we start being accountable for our actions? And I hate this because the problem with black people as a community is when one person fucks up, we suffer for the sins of all of us. Yeah, and like white people for real are going to be looking at this person and think that that's what we are. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's not what we do. Yeah. That is a dumb motherfucker. I don't know how she <laughs> survives every day. Cause you know, when she put it in her head, she was like, this going to be funny. <laughs> yeah, for real. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I'd have been too. Oh, hold on. I would have respected her. Did she you just see said there's that. A dude, there's a dude that, uh, after seeing that video. Yeah, the gay dude that did it right after it. Now he wants to do a GoFundMe. Oh, I never seen that. Nah, this was a black dude. Uh, seemed like he was straight from the hood. No, no, he, no. This he is was a white dude uh, LG, from the LGBTQ okay, plus community. Yeah. And he did it too. And he's already started his GoFundMe. Uh, and I hope nobody I mean, donates. Why would you... Because I, I think less, that, again, that's like a higher level of clout chasing. Because I think yeah, I would he was literally doing clout, it at lower level. <laughs> yeah. But he's like basically trying to jump on the money trend because he saw it. she actually got a lot of money. Yeah, because she, she listen, listen. She's dumb, but she's creative. Yes, because she, she, she invented she made, that stupidity. Exactly. She invented this motherfucker that is just like, oh, I'm gonna just piggyback. God like damn, a we together colonizer. now. We together. <laughs> real. This is our idea. <laughs> This is our country. Uh, <laughs> we just keep it at my house. So <laughs> tell me about your dude, because my dude, um, he got he he, he glued yeah, his so, hair uh, and he's trying to do a GoFundMe to get the money. And nah, I this, hope nobody donates his dumb ass. This is a black dude. He like put it, put some uh, gorilla glue in a plastic cup, red solo cup, and glued it to his fucking lip. I don't oh, know. I saw that idiot. You see that? Yeah. 
And he's like, oh, man, it's, just, man, it, it's not even strong like that. Y'all giving this product too much credit. Uh, watch, I'm going to glue this to my lip. And then uh, just to prove to y'all that it's some bullshit. And then the next video, they seen this niggas in the ER. <laughs> like, yo, honestly, I'm not saying that I'm all for genocide. But, like, we should have... Like, you know what I mean? There should be questions that should be asked on a regular basis. And if you answer it wrong, we should make it where you are not allowed to have children. Like, if you put Gorilla Glue in your head, you know what? You're not allowed to have babies. You glue a cup to your face, you're not allowed to have babies. For real. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that people are doing, and it's just like, then they go out and vote. That's a scary thing. Because that person is not making a logical decision because they just put glue in their hair. And that's yeah. something that you tell fucking children at the age of six mm-hmm. uh, not to do. And it's like, that's what people are getting behind. Like, really getting behind. Like, get your money. They they, they should have told you. Yeah. Uh, I hate when people do that, man. That's not a struggle, man. That's and, and not yeah, a struggle. And, and, and it's stupid. I mean, at the end of the day, like, as stupid as it is and stupid as it sounds, it's like, it's almost not stupid to or it's almost uh just as stupid to not go after some kind of conversation because at the end of the day they're either you're either going to win in court or they're probably going to pay you out to just drop this whole shit and even you know what I mean like and the biggest thing of all we're talking about her exactly yeah, yeah exactly I mean? but that, like, but that's that, this that's, is that's, the dream she wanted to have <laughs> a bunch of people talk about her and I guarantee you in 2021 we're going to see her on TV or on a reality show yeah and it's like, ugh, it's is, turning my stomach that stupidity and mediocrity is being rewarded while real talent gets pushed under. Well, you know, you, it's funny you say that because you, you're talking uh, exactly about what's that kid's name? Jake Paul, the Paul brothers. Yeah. OK, right? but like, isn't he like a famous YouTube person? I don't know what he does. Right. But essentially what I, I don't really know what he did. I, I, I heard he had some YouTube I just videos. I've never really seen them. Popular but, enough on on social media yeah. or whatever. But the that point he is, could coerce. Right. These events. But the point is, like one of them is now getting uh, a fight with Mayweather. There's two brothers or whatever. Right. One of them's getting. He said a, he rejected it, didn't he? I thought Mayweather rejected I thought, it. I because I thought Mayweather if, if, was if like, new news, no way. If maybe that's new news. The last, the, what I heard was Mayweather's going to take the fight. And oh my god! So and but that was like at least a month ago or something like that, right? Well, but, no, I mean I think that probably you're right because um, the money. The last time I was thinking about was when uh, he had um, he tried to challenge somebody else first, and they said no. Yes, well, Connor, he was trying to challenge Connor. Yes, he went out. He went at everybody, and yeah. it's just like, ugh. And Connor said no. So like yeah, now he got so so uh, Mayweather said yes. So I mean, obviously it must be a lot of money because Mayweather ain't waking up for nothing. Well, yeah, and you got to understand, <clears throat> you know, I, I at first I would have hoped that Mayweather would have said no because I I don't want to, I don't I I don't like motherfuckers getting clout like that. But at the end of the day, I got it. Like you have to start giving people like these some type of respect because okay, it's like. I don't know the the where, where we grew up. That shit is whack. We don't. Um, it's it's it, for somebody to get famous like that. We don't respect them. You know what I'm saying? But in this new generation, like it's nobody cares anymore. These kids don't care about you know what I'm saying respect and all that bullshit. It, it, it's just bullshit to them. So you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna if you're gonna make your hustle, you made your lane. Man, I I can't even knock it. You got to give him some kind of props now because he's out here challenging Mayweather. I I could challenge Mayweather to a fight right now. He's not gonna take it. He don't. He, who am I? Right, because it's Mayweather. No money in it. Money Mayweather. My name is B Easy. 
I'm from Canada and I whoop your ass. Put me in the ring. I got 20 bucks. Uh, my dedicated 40. If you can get that message out to Mayweather, I would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, wait a minute. I just realized, man, I'm on the comedy here often uh, network now. So for all my new listeners uh, tuning in, the dedicated 40 are uh, the 40 listeners that I had before mm-hmm. I was here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and my 40 listeners, I love them. I love them. I don't care because they, they log in every week to listen to my ass talk shit. Uh, and I love them. A lot of them are from Edmonton, which is funny because uh, Edmonton right now and Texas have a lot more in common than oil. And that's it. In Texas, they have for the first time. I don't know if you've seen it, but in Texas, they got like a big snowstorm. Yep. And it's making me laugh because they're like, I have people, comedian friends um, that live in Texas mm-hmm. and, and uh, like in Houston and um, watching them post. And like I would, they weren't showing no pictures. They were like, yo. You know, there's no power. The grid is down. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It sounded so dire. And then one of my friends posted a video of them outside. And I swear to God, it's like two inches of snow. And I was like, <laughs> you motherfuckers, that's what you complaining about. Yeah. It was literally negative 51 degrees Celsius <laughs> in Saskatchewan like a week ago. It was negative 37 degrees yeah. like yesterday like yeah. in Edmonton like and they're like well Sterling you got to understand they don't have uh heat in their house so they can't heat their house and I'm like well how cold is it and they're like zero I'm like you motherfucker yeah. listen but no but so that's, zero degrees okay so what that's you got- what my classroom feel like regularly that's what you like to sleep in at night it's like Yo, people but- are dying in the temperatures you sleep in but what you got here's what you got to understand about that because I live in Florida right the in in Canada, you're saying you have to have heat. You're, they can't build your house without having heat in it. Most people don't have AC because it's not necessary. So that's the same in Florida, but reverse. Everybody has AC. Nobody has heat. So it's one thing to be in zero, but when you're in zero and no heat, now it's like and and on top of that, again, obviously they're not used to the shit. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, that's we, what makes me laugh about it. They're not used to it. Yeah, yeah. Because if I was in zero, I don't know. I think I'd be okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, man. I had to laugh because every time I come to this nigga's house, at least every couple days, every three days, every single time I come through, I gotta turn off the fireplace or he turns it off. And open the door because that's this, because it's accessible. Yeah, it's, it's excessive. <laughs> yeah, this nigga in here trying to be the devil. I'm a def- I, Well, I mean, we shook hands. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I thought that was fucking hilarious, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's just because, like, of course, it's it's the it's the comparison of the like uh, I got a video where I was literally in a town doing a comedy show where they had to get a guy with a snowplow to drive through the streets so that I can go to the show. And then um, I was standing next to snowbanks that were over 15 feet high. Like, that's real shit that I've done in Canada. And when I mean that you could see the grass still, it wasn't like even (laughs) the snow that was like up to your boots or nothing. Like they didn't, they were making footprints. They don't know nothing about snow getting in your boots. (laughs) Like I'm talking about that level of snow is going to make me laugh at you. So it's like, okay, you know what? Uh, I do say uh, in all honesty, I I really hope my peoples in Texas are good. Yeah. Um, Shout out Texas. 
Uh, but uh, y'all don't come to Canada anytime ever <laughs> between the months of November and November. Because <laughs> we are cold as shit out here. Yeah. We are cold Yo, as shit. It's wild when, you know, some shit like that happens. I was in uh, uh, Atlanta. I was in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, maybe six, seven years ago, and they had like a, a chill over there. And it, it rained in the daytime, and then it froze overnight. Oh, I'm, I'm, slippery ice. Yeah. And I'm staying with my, my homegirl's crib and she lives at the bottom of a hill and we having our little breakfast. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just watching people drive halfway up this hill <laughs> and slide back down <laughs> and just like sliding into each other, sliding in the cars that are parked on the side of the road. And my homegirl's that's like, funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. That's what I was <laughs> So uh, as soon as somebody pull up, be like, oh, here go another one. Hey, y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> I would yeah. laugh at that. That would be, and especially uh, being younger and even more immature than I am yeah, now. Yeah. God. And uh, it's funny because my homegirl, she sweating. She's like, oh, man, you better call and change your flight. We're not going to be able to get up the hill. You're not going to be able to get to the airport. <laughs> and I was like, I'll drive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I drove one shot right up the hill. But again, I'm used to this, right? Yeah, that's what we live in. Yeah. I am, and I also I am a sure- professional winter driver. Yeah, like, I'm not facts. worried about nothing because I know I've driven literally for four and a half hours through Banff and Jasper where the roads were solid ice. I'm talking ice, ice. Like there's yeah. no road. It's ice. Yeah. I'm driving on top of that for fucking hundreds of kilometers. I'm a professional. I, I'm not worried about that shit. Yeah. Shit, not to be, at a, to, be a, to be a working comedian, you have to. Shit, yeah, in Canada. it's true. <laughs> you know, the sticky thing about being a working comedian, you got There was a post I posted today. It was a guy that I, um, was in a comedy competition with actually way back in the day. And now he's doing really well. Comedian by the name of Matthew Broussard. And he posted um, the most, in order to become the hardest thing, the hardest part. Ah, uh, damn it. Let me, let me read it. Nah, this is, let me read it. Listen, give me a second <laughs> people. I know I'm trying to memorize it, but it was funnier <laughs> when I read it. It's in my stories. Is it in my stories? All right. While you're looking for that, I'm gonna let y'all know. You can find me at, uh, at BZ buds. There's no S's all Z, so B E A Z Y B U D Z. I had to think of that. I'm 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 a little intoxicated on this cannabis. Man, I can't find it. The point was the hardest part, the the hardest the hardest way to make it as a stand up comedian is by doing stand up comedy. That's what he said, and I was like, that is hilarious because it's like. I get what he's saying. There's people who are doing stand-up comedy as a career that are learning it while they're being famous. Where it's like, we had to start up in the grassroots from the bottom of the barrel. You know what I'm saying? Like, it drives me nuts. Like, so now I'm trying to get in shape. And I know you are too. And I am on the keto diet, but I'm doing for the next, I don't know, like at 6 p.m. today, I'll officially be at 48 hours where the I haven't eaten any solids. I've just been drinking CMOS. Yeah. Like, yeah. like for those of you who don't know CMOS as I know everybody knows, they always quote it. It has 91 of the minerals, uh, 91 of the 112 minerals that your body needs per day, blah, 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 blah. So basically it's this healthy as shit. So it's not where my body's being deprived of its nutrients, but I'm not taking on um, any solids. And so the whole purpose of the fasting is basically what they say is that if your body is not eating, that it will focus on other repairs. Yep. That's right. What it does. So I'm doing that's what you heard too? 
No, that's that's one hundred percent. Okay, we're cool. we gonna talk about Doctor Sebi. But go ahead. Okay, so I'm on day two right now. I was my initial when I first thought about just doing sea moss because I drink sea moss with a protein powder. So I take the sea. I have the sea moss mix, and I take. Uh, I, I found that you can't take too much sea moss, so I try to stay at like half a cup a day. Um, but what I do is I break up that half cup into like. Uh, four different portions mm-hmm. and then I add cashew milk protein powder you know uh, um, chia seeds and organic peanut butter the one where it's just peanuts yeah, yeah. peanuts and coconut oil mm-hmm. and I'll tell you right now if anybody knows what uh, peanut punch is it tastes exactly like peanut punch it tastes phenomenal yeah um, it's got in the whole drink it help, it follows my keto diet because it's only going to be end up being like it's like for each drink is like three grams of uh, carbohydrates. Mm. So my, it checks off my keto. It checks off giving me the protein needed for energy. It's a fantastic drink. But that's all you're doing. And bruh, yo, you ever you ever you ever be so hungry you could taste the food in your mouth when you think about it? Like you just be, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, I can eat like mm, I can. Mm, yeah. That's how I feel every. It's only been two days. And it's like I, I be having it's been two like, days, and you yeah. said it like all oh, my life. Yeah, I, I had was to really. Fight. <laughs> I really was about to say like it's been days, and I'm like, oh no, it's only been two days. And I'm like, <laughs> but like I'm struggling with this shit. So like, okay, my my hope is to make it to tomorrow. <laughs> if I can make it to tomorrow, you sound like a recovering alcoholic, <laughs> man. If getting off of drugs is anything as hard as dieting, I fucking get it, man. I get it. Because I do not... Man, listen, I dream about the food. I I I smell it. You know what I mean? Like, I see... I have gotten to the point where I see commercials and I turn it off. I'm like, you guys are disrespectful. When you were talking about, oh, Papa John's got pizza in the crust, I was like, yeah, Papa John's got pizza in the crust. <laughs> Yo, dog, I'm fucked up, man. It keeps calling me, man. It keeps calling me. For real. I don't know, but like, I, I, I wanna, cause like physically, my body will be fine, but it's the mentally, like the, 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 the my body has basically been a spoiled child for a long time where anything I wanted to do, I would do. Yeah. I just did whatever I felt like. If I was hungry, I eat. If I want to sleep, I sleep. I've d- done that for a very long time. I'm a piece of shit to my body. Mm-hmm. So now my body reacts like a spoiled child because I'm like, you can't have this. It's like, why not? And I'm mm-hmm. like, because we're trying to be healthy. Fuck healthy. Give me it. It's <laughs> three in the morning and I want to eat a bacon burger sandwich. <laughs> Yep. And it's like, no, you can't have it. Well, then I'm going to rumble. <laughs> and it's just, it's annoying as shit, man. Like, and then uh, you were saying that are you, you're trying to do a juice cleanse. What was, tell me about your cleanse. Yeah. So, uh, you know who Dr. Sabi is for those of you of who course. don't know. Um, it's he, he he's a, a holistic doctor. I'm not going to get too into it. You got Google, you know what I'm saying? But he, uh, he cured pretty much every disease known to man in like the eighties, uh, just by changing people's diets. You know what I'm saying? So uh, definitely Google him. But he believes that uh, not he believes. I mean, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like the body when it doesn't have when your body doesn't have to process food, it then is able to um, start working on healing itself because the body is a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? And it can really do all the stuff like all the stuff that we're paying, you know, people 
medications and all kind of shit. Like it will do it if you just give it a chance. You got to understand how the body works, right? So if you only uh, ingest juice, specific juices um, from like from vegetables and fruits for 90 days, uh, your body is supposed to be able to cure any sickness that it can get. You know what I'm well, saying? you telling me I got to starve my black ass to... I'm going to die before the 90 days. Essentially, but I mean, you know, if you got something like cancer, you know what I'm saying, or AIDS, and you and somebody told you that, oh, you can not have AIDS anymore in 90 days if you just start juicing. You, you're telling me you cured AIDS with juicing? This is what I'm, bro, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to show you some videos after this, but yeah. Like, I don't want to see the videos because <laughs> Yo, I don't want to be an irresponsible motherfucker talking about, hey, you got AIDS? Boy, man, I'm going to drink this juice for 90 days. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> but, you you know, you hear him tell the stories and he's like, man, I can't even get these diseases anymore. He, he had, uh, he had, what's it called? If he uh, had AIDS, I don't trust him anymore because he a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> no, he had the sugars. Dr. The sugars? Sebi, Dr. Sebi love. Get out of here. He's, <laughs> he in here trying to finger bitches all the time. You nasty fucker. Get out of here with your long finger self, Dr. Sebi. Uh, no, Dr. Uh, Zaddy, get out of here. What's the sugars? What's I don't the sugars? know. Diabetes. Diabetes. He had diabetes. Um, his yeah, he was. I've heard a lot of people though with diabetes that have cured it. Uh, yeah, so diet. I've heard that. That's not. I yeah. mean, you could eat your way into it. Yeah, so you can eat your but way it, out. It's exactly. But basically, so I don't argue that. But like, we talk about AIDS, man. Yeah, listen. Basically, what he believes is that there's only one sickness known to the human body, and that's mucus. You know what I'm saying? So, and mucus. He's like diabetes is just like mucus in your blood. Um, you know what I'm saying? Cancer is a hard ball of mucus. Um, what about viruses, motherfucker? That uh, ain't a mucus. I, I, listen, you got to ask the man. He's dead. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm what you got right now. You know what I'm saying? But like that I said, man. That is a terrible, terrible yeah, I, encyclopedia I, 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 of information if it's bro, you. You can't get me high and then ask me to explain shit. The, the human yes, body. Yes, I can. Because that's body. what I do. <laughs> you ever go to a scientist? Hey, smoke this right quick and then tell me about how my body works. He probably have a better bong than me. Absolutely. <laughs> he probably Absolutely. know how to smoke it better, too. <laughs> For real. But yeah, No, man, I've heard a lot about Dr. Sebi. I'm just playing around. But like... um. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just trying to uh, uh, have a great body so that I'm more marketable. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about health. I don't give a fuck about see, working out. I just want to be something that the people will see and go, uh, we can sell that. All right. Yeah. That's all I'm doing, man. I'm I'm sorry, people. I don't want you to believe in me thinking that Sterling's here for the health reasons. No, I'm here. <laughs> To have a six pack and be casted in a fucking movie and bang bitches way outside my weight class. That's it, man. <laughs> That's it. I'll give a shit. You know what, man? For me, I think one of my one of my biggest fears is that like, you know what I'm saying? I, I do this comedy thing for another fifteen years and then just as I get famous, some shit catches up to me from like, you know, how shitty I've been treating my body for the for my whole life. Oh, you talking about you gonna be the Patrice O'Neill? Yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, man, it, that that's scary as fuck. So well, that, I want that, you to know why. if you die from some disease, I'm not gonna carry your casket, you big ass <laughs> motherfucker. I'll never carry your casket. That shit heavy as fuck. I hire four Filipinos to <laughs> just show up and take my place. Wow, I don't give a shit. That's as long just you got stupid. somebody there to hold your boy up. It's all good. Uh, well, I mean, you held me up for this episode of the podcast, <laughs> and I appreciate the fuck out of you, yo, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll be back. Next week again with more antics. This has been another episode of the Comedy Reject Podcast. This has been my guest, B Easy. Yo, let them know where to find you at. Um, at Beasy Buds 
on pretty much everything. So check me out with that. Spell that for them. Oh, because yeah. B-E-A-Z-Y. B-U-D-Z. Yeah, you should have definitely spelled that. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening to the Comedy Reject Podcast. See you next week.